So you've done $12 million in all cash up front already. The pilots are not that much. The, the pilots are six figures, um, but it's a, it's a, uh, a finite period of time. However, all the pilots, if we meet the pilot objectives, start to go to scale. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We've got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hey folks, my guest today is Mark Smith. He's the president of cleanconnect.ai. They use AI to help oil and gas companies produce clean energy at a profit. He founded Windows NT Magazine with a successful exit of 100 million bucks in five years. He's also the host of Digital Roughnecks, a video podcast for energy technology executives. Mark, are you ready to take us to the top? All right. Hey, thanks, Nathan. Man, you are the definition of niche. Digital Roughnecks, a video podcast for energy technology executives. I love that. Yeah, well, you know, 80% or more of our energy comes from fossil fuels and will, uh, in spite of all the focus on renewables, for the next 20 years. And one of the key things is, you know, that we pride ourselves in the U.S. and, and other countries do too, is energy independence, right? So these, you know, these energy companies, they want to produce clean energy at a profit, but there's a lot of regulations heavily regulations, including new ones coming up and legislation that's going to kick in in 2022. And so, uh, and a lot of investors are out there that are ESG investors, you know, yep, which is environments. That's important. Yep. And so how so, are you helping me? Like what's, is it software or is it a service? Yeah. So we combine uh, specialized cameras, which are called OGI. They're mid-wave thermal cameras that can see these volatile greenhouse gases, essentially, thermal cameras and optical cameras together with our AI software to help automate um, emission compliance. In addition, what the big discovery was, we also helped them with their autonomous operations. So not only we do the, op- the compliance part, but we also save them some kinds 10x ROI on an investment with us through by, by people savings. So, Mark, what are they paying on average for the software per month or per year? Um, on average, okay, so an oil and gas site per site will pay about five to six thousand a month. Okay, five to six grand a month. And how much does it cost to install the OGI hardware, the cameras, the sensors? So that's that could be an all-in. We sell the whole thing as a service. Um, okay, so are, it's five k five k a month. How, how many cameras or OGI sensors does it come with? So it would come with one OGI. 
several thermal cameras and then a, an optical, a couple of opticals. What are the hard costs of that for you? Getting one site set up, just the hardware expenses? 20%. Okay, got it. So it costs you a grand, just one time flat fee to get all the hardware. No, no, these are five to 10 year deals. So 20%, 20% of what? So you got to understand the way oil and gas works. It has a unique tax treatment, okay? So when you're building a new pad, there's a thing called intangible drilling costs. So in that case, they want to accelerate CapEx. So they'll pay us for 10 years upfront, everything. All hardware, so all software. Five grand a month times 12 months is 60 grand a year times 10 years is 600 grand. You have folks that have paid you 600 grand per site, all cash upfront. Correct. Okay, got it. And so you're saying it's 60 grand or, or sorry, 120 grand for just the hardware install. Right. I see. That's expensive for that stuff, huh? Yes. And they're used to that because every one of the customers we have has bought a FLIR GF320 camera. It's a handheld OGI camera. That's how they do what's called LDAR inspections, leak detection repair. Those are $120,000 CapEx item. We because of the volume and things like that, we, our camera is substantially less than that, but they're used to it. When they hear OGI camera, which is the standard, they know, hey, this is going to be a premium service. Yeah. And so, how many sites? Are, I want to get your backstory here in a second, but how many sites are you installed on today? So we are on 20. On 20. Across how many customers? Uh, across um, 10, 11 customers. So we have, <clears throat> so the company's started in March, 2020. Oh, wow. And we have right. 11 well, new, new. That's great. Congrats. Yeah. So we have early visionary customers. The first two are starting to roll it out to multiple sites. All the rest they're on one, you know, like pilot site, but usually pilots last three to six months with some of these companies. Cause our, our, our main client is a, I would say a multi-billion dollar oil and gas company. Yep. I mean, can I take 11 customers and 20 sites? Can I multiply 20 times that $600,000 contract value per site you just quoted? Yes. Got it. So you've done $12 million in all cash up front already. The pilots are not that much. The, the pilots are six figures, um, but it's a it's a, uh, a finite period of time. However, all the pilots, if we meet the pilot objective, start to go to scale. I see. How, how many are already paying your per monthly cost, your per monthly fee of five grand a month? The two clients okay. who, yeah. Okay, got it. So pilots, the pilots in what? They're like $100,000 sort of pilots for three months? Yeah. I see, got it. So you're at like, you're like 10 to 15 grand a month right now in revenue in, in terms of MRR. Um, we're, no, we're six figures. Okay, I don't understand the math. There's two customers and two sites. They paid 600 yeah, but, grand but each no, and no, five no, no, grand no. a month. When you start to go to scale, okay, each one of these customers... Um, some have 400 sites. No, no, have, I get that. I yeah. Get yeah. That. No, when they, scale. when they, talking the like two, right now, right yeah, now, yeah. when, when the customers go to scale, they're adding 10 sites at a time. Okay. Yeah, so Mark, they, I, under, I understand yeah. that. I'm talking today though. There's two customers and, and how many sites across those two okay. customers. So just with those two customers alone are 20 sites. Yeah. But I get and, your point and that they can scale. There's a bunch of extra, are they yeah. paying five? And then the other for all, Mark, are they paying five grand a month for all 20 of those sites? Correct. Up front for the 10 years. I see. Got it. So then you're doing, you're doing recognized MRR when you deferred over 10 years. You're doing over 100, grand, 100 grand a month in revenue. Yes. That's great. So, I mean, that's fast growth. That's zero to hundred. That's zero to a million dollar run rate in under what? 18 months, 12 months. Yes. 
Okay. How, how did you do that? Did you use your media business to close those customers quick? Um, yeah, actually what happened was we, uh, when we started, it was just an idea. We did uh, have a third party company build a basic level model on leak detection. Then literally in the first month I did a webinar with FLIR. FLIR is the market leader in this category. They invited their customers. Every one of the customers that was invited was a purchaser of one of their previous cameras. FLIR recognized us as their AI partner and boom, we picked up our first client who then paid us to do those models as well as 10 other models. Mm -hmm. So now the, the, the big idea is we're now selling a suite of models that we call Autonomous 365. Yeah. But just to repeat this back to you, because I want to give you credit where credit's due. You've got two logos that are paying you and they've already paid you for installation across 20 sites at 600 grand a site, all cash up front. Yes. So 20 sites times 600 grand all cash up front means you have $12 million that has hit your bank in the past six to 12 months since launch. Uh, it's as It hasn't gone quite, um, th they go in tranches. So, but so they're, they're not they're, paying up front. But let, let's put it this way. We're funded completely by our customers. Yes. No, no. I love that. I never am questioning that. I'm trying to get a sense of when you say, yeah, I, I don't, I'm, I don't want to go too say. much. Suffice to say you're close, but I, I can't go too deep into the numbers like that. Well, it's fine. I'm just trying to understand all paid. When you say all paid up front, that would mean they all paid up front, not in tranches. So if you if it's tranche, are they paying once per year at the beginning of each year? Okay. I mean, so I've, I've never heard of someone paying 10 years up front. That's why I'm curious. Yeah. And it's because of um, there's a tax treatment with oil and gas companies very unique to this market. It's called intangible drilling costs. So okay. when they're it's a new pad they can pay up front and accelerate their investment and write it all off in that year. When it's OPEX, meaning it's now a production pad. So our customer number two was a OPEX. Um, we, by the way, found a financing company that will, you know, cash flow the whole thing so we can finance that. But the bottom line is- You'll lend that your is, customers money to finance. Yeah, that, mm -hmm. that will not, um, OPEX doesn't pay all up front. I see what you're saying. Yeah. They, they want to recognize and sign the contract. So that Correct. is sort of like billable ARR because then they can take the tax credits up front. The cash will actually leave the bank though, maybe on a different schedule. Yes. So, oh, I see. Got so, it. And so it works out different new pads versus existing pads or sites. Remote teams are all the rage right now. In fact, many companies want to stay this way, even post-pandemic. And the reasoning's obvious. Hiring talent from anywhere in the world means you can bring on better talent. But the challenges are very real. How do you manage employees in other countries legally and easily? What about international payroll, employee benefits? What are taxes like in countries that are far away from where you're based? You need to understand all of this, including local paperwork and local compliance for all your remote employees. Now, two of the most successful remote companies, both GitLab and Zapier, have reached multi-billion dollar valuations, and they use a special tool, a secret portal, I like to call it, at remote.com. Remote's platform is easy to use for full-time employees, contractors, and your HR team. They help you scale your international team, your remote team, at a price you can afford. Now look, when I sign up sponsors, you guys know I like to get a great deal for our listeners. Otherwise, we won't run the sponsorship. Well, Remote has delivered. Sign up today and receive a 50% discount off your first employee for the first three months. 
check out nathanlatka.com forward slash remote and enter promo code LATKA to get started. That's nathanlatka.com forward slash remote and promo code L-A-T-K-A. Check it out today before you miss out. Okay, tell me more about the company. So you launched it last year. How many people are on the team today? 10. 10 of you guys. Okay, and are you the sole founder? No, there's four of us. That's okay. That's a lot of that's a lot of people to get to agree on one thing. What'd you do? Split 25 each? Uh more or less. Okay. And are you guys all like buddies or how'd you how'd you meet these guys? Um, I was the IT guy. These guys were all oil and gas engineers. And so there was a particular problem that was happening in Colorado, which is where we're founded, where Colorado regulations were moving to continuous monitoring. And that was a game changer. So we met with Fleer. How are you going to handle it? You know, so we said, hey, we'll, ju- we'll jump in and create the first machine model. Another regulation happened in Colorado, basically saying with the oil and gas tanks, they could not open the thief hatch. They needed another solution for that. So essentially, we're following these regulations um, and then um, in Colorado, and now it's starting to spill out all over the U.S. There's some other regulations coming up. We're, we're getting our, our um, system being approved by the EPA, and it's done through one of our clients, actually, um, who's presenting our stuff to the EPA. Mark, how many engineers are on the team? So we have six. Six. Interesting. Okay. Take me back on the backstory here because you had a magazine that you sold as well. When did you exit that company? Um, 2002. Okay. And, and was that your, your baby? You owned hundred percent of it? No. I mean, I own that with some other partners. When did you found that? When did you issue the first issue? Of that the was, um, the first magazine was September of 1995. We sold in September of 2000 and then I had a two year kind of, um, exit. How's the magazine plan. valued? It was valued at a hundred million. Uh, What's that a multiple on? Um, it was a multiple on certain things. So at the time, at that time, the multiple was uh, based on three chunks. So the print magazine part, the events, and then the digital part, the digital had a 16 times multiple because digital at that time was so new in the media space that the acquiring company paid huge multiples for it. Yeah. So what the digital was doing, 6 million by itself times 16 is a hundred million. Uh, digital, not quite, but print okay. was, print was healthy. It was a subscription based magazine. So all yep. paid, yep. um, the events were very profitable and the digital was literally printing money at the time. How many issues did you ship? Like, like how many households got a copy of your magazine in 2002? So it was in, um, so let's see, probably about 250,000. So, but it was in, it was in 13 languages and it was 160 countries. So, um, and it was a paid subscription magazine. So it had all of these different, um, uh, internationalization versions of it as well. Mm -hmm. And what did, what was the cost the subscription costs? Uh, 50 bucks a year. Wow. Okay. That's not bad. You know, 50 bucks times what 250,000 houses, what is that? 12.5 million a year in revenue there. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, that's incredible. Do you regret selling it now looking how big media companies are today? No, the timing was unbelievable. Honestly, if we had waited another year, probably would have got a third of that. Now, was that like life-changing sort of FU sort of money where you don't have to worry about money the rest of your life for you? Yeah, but you get bored really quick, you know, um, so, and some other stuff. So I I ended up um, creating an agency and helped other media business owners 
um, exit. And mm-hmm. so that, that I got, I was well known in the M&A space and the media deal. So I would help other business owners and get their portfolios going and stuff like that. Very cool. And you bootstrapped this company, correct? I imagine you put your own money in. Correct. How much of your own can I ask? How much of your own you put in? Um, not much. Like to, to, to be honest with you, I, I expected to put way more, but we land our first client in 30 days and they wrote us checks. So I'm like, holy crap, this is like the, this will be the biggest return of my life. Yeah. So you put in like under a million of your own capital, would you say? Yeah. I don't even want to tell you because it's embarrassing. It's I don't so, think it's embarrassing. I think it's impressive, but you have to say what it is for us to be impressed. Less than six figures. That's great. So you were able to sell this customer and get that cash before you had the actual hardware Correct. built. You sold them on a slide deck. Correct. Yeah, that's great. And that's the way to do it. Very cool. Any plans to raise or you want to stay bootstrapped? Yes, we're going to raise. And, and, and the main reason is because um, ESG is happening now. And um, there's a big opportunity right now. And that What's is, the right amount to raise? Um. It's interesting because when I, the, the number we need to, to hit the scale numbers we want to hit isn't much, a couple million bucks. But we have people who want to give us way more than that mm-hmm. because they, uh, one of the things that I was very successful at doing with Windows NT Mag is buy a bunch of companies. So, um, you know, we're talking about doing a SPAC and putting extra money and buying up because I was very successful near the, the last year prior to exit of buying great engineering companies who couldn't market their way out of a wet paper bag. And they're like, we hate sales and marketing. And I go, well, I love sales and marketing. Let's pair up and great engineering company. And they was very accretive. So there's a number of acquisitions that we'll probably do as part of this. What do you think the company's worth today? Uh, buck three fifty. And why? I mean, no, I, I, I honestly, that's, that is the, you know, hundred million dollar question. I don't know. Interesting. All right. The M&A guy does not know what he thinks his company is worth today. That's, I don't believe you, Mark, but we'll leave it at that. All right. Talk to me about salespeople. Any sales reps on the team? No, the founders are doing all the selling. Okay. That's you. And you don't have enough history yet to know about churn. Uh, CAC, how did you find these customers? I guess it was from your media business, right? You had a distribution mode. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the things because I have a media background. I launched Digital Roughnecks and it's amazing. You know, you create a you know, I became an expert in the industry by interviewing experts in the industry. Very good. All right, Mark, great story here. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite book. Uh, currently, yep. I would say play bigger. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? No. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Clean Connect? Um, <laughs> Click funnels. Number three, what's your, uh, or how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Eight. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Married with kids. How many kiddos? Uh, I have one kid and I have one grandchild. Wow. Okay. How old are you? 61. Last question, Mark. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Um, becoming an entrepreneur is tough, but it ain't that tough. You should go, go for it. 
Guys, cleanconnect.ai, helping oil and gas folks comply with new ESG rules and regulations. He sells an OGI hardware pack plus an AI installation pack. Caught five grand per site, annualized at 60 grand, and they usually pay 10 years up front. At least they commit to it contractually. It's so a $600,000 contract value is there. They've already got two customers live paying for 20 sites, $100,000 in a recognized MRR, about a $1.2 million run rate, all bootstrapped, which we love. Team of 10, six engineers, founders in all the sales. Then maybe we'll raise now a couple million bucks. Maybe look at a SPAC and doing a roll-up. We will see what happens. Mark, thanks for taking us to the top. Yep.